it's interesting that what we've been talking about for years and when we first come together was the Lord begin to say one of the things that the Lord showed Beth and I years ago at War Cry Ministries was that um, this area has always been unknown people's always people everybody wants to talk about South oh, it's dark down there. there's darkness there there's darkness and and you begin to look at it, even the movie, the John Wayne movie, where, where's everybody going? We're going to Indian Nation so we can hide out. We can be outlaws. We can hide out. We can get to Indian Territory. We can hide out. And so one of the things that we said about Robber's Cave, and Robber's Cave was literally a place where robbers would come and they'd hide out and they were able to evade the, the, uh, the authorities. And so one thing we begin to declare, it's funny because you were saying we speak Jesus. And, and so I think over, the Lord uses our ignorance sometimes of, well, we're going to declare, we're going to declare. But really what we were declaring was Jesus, the light of the world. And, and not even knowing it, but we begin to declare that this place would be no longer a place people could hide. That when they came, that they would be, what, whatever they were hiding or whatever they were um, oh, um, <laughs> dealing with or, or maybe they were running from something. Because in, in Tallahanna, we begin to find a lot of the people that were in the ministry were, were coming and they were in ministry at one time, but they were coming and they were kind of just trying to get away, trying to hide and trying to, don't really want to do that, but we, our ministry became where it would come and people were, I use the word exposed, but not in a bad way, not in like, oh, I'm going to reveal it and it's going to be, but, but the, their hearts begin to, to, to be exposed to Jesus and that it's like we can't hide anymore. And, I, I, and it, was, it was really cool because it was come to the point where it's like we can't run. So there's been a lot of talk about the, the restaurant down here, the Swadleys, and you know a lot of the corruption that's going on. That's, I don't know everything that's going on, and I do know there's a lot of money that's, that's missing and that kind of thing. But I thought it's been going on for a long time until it got to Wilberton, until it got to southeast Oklahoma, and it cannot stand here. It cannot help but be exposed because the light has come. And as I've seen that, everybody's freaking out. Even some of the church people, oh, no, that's that. They're fighting. The fun. And everybody wants to fight. And I'm just like, just step back and realize the Lord is doing exactly what we've been praying. Exactly that that can't stay if, if that comes into this area anymore. And why this area? We know that this area has been known for that, right? But we can see now that that is being changed. Those walls that used to hide what was going on inside the city of Jericho have come down. And so they can't be, they can't stay here anymore. So I was excited about that. Not that there's corruption. And yeah, there's a lot of people that have lost jobs over this thing and that kind of thing. But I just know what, what I, what's cool about it is somebody says, well, there's some local people that's put a bid in to put a restaurant in it. And I was like, houses you didn't build Vineyards you didn't plant. Here's somebody locally that would never been able to do something like that. We're going to step into this business, and they're, they're going to be able to do something. And I, all I could think of was that the, the, uh, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. And so righteous people will be able to take this over and be able to make it what it's supposed to be. And, and, and it's not going to fall. It's not going to fail. It's not going to be a, a bad mark. But it is the exposure. You can't come to robber's cave and rob and hide out anymore. Because God will expose it. Now, it's so cool that we're talking about this because what we're going to talk, what I was, we read a little bit last week on, in 1 Corinthians 14, and there was a part of it that just stuck out to me that I've just been, I've been, I've literally just been uh, 
It's been, it's been mulling over on me oh, constantly, constantly. And, and that right there is we begin to speak. We begin to prophesy. We begin to declare that they could no longer hide here. And, and we talked about 1 Corinthians 14. And, and so there's, there's 12, 13, right in the middle of 12 and 14 is 13. And 13 is the love chapter. He says you can't do this without love. If you do this without love, then you'll be. And really we see it in the ministry and how many of us have ever, we've, we've all dealt with that where love really wasn't the driving factor. And so we became hard. We became callous. We became stuck in our ways. We become, it's hard for us to separate people from what they're dealing with. But when we operate in love, we're able to minister administer and minister healing to people and not <laughs> you need to be healed well I know that that's why I've come to help you know so it, there's a difference in that and the Lord is showing us how to to speak that the prophecies of 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 what the Lord is we've spoken what and I even said some things that this that the, 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 the prophetic understanding and movement is beginning to change from what it was I speak a lot of things sometimes, and I don't ever want people to think that I'm, I'm against you or I'm against you, but we have to be fluid and things change. And what, where we get ourselves in trouble is, is that we camp out on this revelation that God's given me, and that's the only thing we can move. We have to continue to move. It, it is a living word, meaning it grows as we grow, and our understanding, uh, our understanding it, it, it grows with us. Not that the word changes. The word's the same. But, but we're just coming into this. This word's been around since the beginning of time. I mean, really, the word is Jesus Christ. He's been around from the beginning. And so as we move closer to him, as the word says, we're in a mirror dimly and we become looking like him. We're learning more and we're growing and the word becomes, I've said this before, Psalms 23 is, a, is a something I can remember far back as a little kid knowing that that, that scripture meant something to me. It, I, when I heard it as a kid, I was like, man, I feel... It ministered to me, right? But over the years, now that I'm 41 years old, I, I look at that, I can read that, and it means something. The, the word is the same. It's, it's been the same. But my understanding of that word, my relationship to that word as I get older, as I uh, have kids, as I got married, as, you know, whatever that is, it begins to change, and it begins to, to it still ministers to me all the years. So that being said, um, but the, 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 the prophetic people, I love that, coming into our area and, and prophesying and speaking. And, and really that's what we gathered when we, when we all come together. Uh, when all the churches begin to come together, it was over the prophetic words that had been spoken in our area. And, and uh, Yolanda McCune was, was, was a key component of bringing those people together to say, hey, you guys are all doing the same thing and you're speaking the same. I'm hearing the same thing from you guys. So let's put you together and let's work together. And so now we see we have a synergy in southeast Oklahoma of that word flowing. We don't always talk every week with all the other different churches. But when you sit down with them, we're in that same vein. Uh, I got to see Lynn and Angela the other day for just a little bit. And immediately our hearts were just like, ah, you know, we were just kind of just that, just connected. So I'm going to... I'll quote this, and I've quoted it a lot of times, but it's Revelation 19 and 20. 19 and 10, sorry. Revelation 19, 10. And this is, um, John is, has, has, is seeing, he's, he's seeing the songs of victory in heaven is what my Bible says, the heading on the, in the New Living Translation. And it says this, um, 
verse 10, it says, Then I fell down at his feet. He was talking about a man that was dressed in white. He said, Then I fell down at his feet to worship him, but he said, No, don't worship me. I am a servant of God, just like you, your brothers and sisters, who testify about their faith in Jesus. Worship only God, for the essence of prophecy is to give a clear witness for Jesus. Now, this man was in heaven. And, and, and John the Revelator sees him and he falls down to him and begins to worship him. And this man in heaven tells him, don't worship me. I am a brother just like you and your sisters. You guys are, are growing. I believe that what we see in the prophetic movement, in, especially in America, I don't know about anywhere else, in America is we have men who, men and women who do not mind being worshipped to a point. And it's, it's, we've exalted ourselves to a place. Now, whether they're doing it on purpose, I can't judge the heart, but I can judge what I see. It's, it's okay for them to say, okay. And, and, and here, this man who is in heaven is very clear to say to him, don't worship me, I am a servant of God, just like you, your brothers and sisters. Now, this man is, is in a heavenly place. Where John the Revelator is in the spirit, he's seeing him in a heavenly place. Obviously, where John felt like he was exalted higher than him. And he goes to worship him and he says, I'm just like your brothers and your sisters, listen to this, who testify about their faith in Jesus. Not their knowledge of how much they know. Not their knowledge of how much understanding they have. But the testimony is always about Jesus. And here... So, and I keep putting this back to the scripture. Uh, there was an, a, an old minister, a minister that I know, I uh, called him Yosemite Sam because he had this big old, he's a big old stocky guy, and his name was Stanley Smith, and he'd always say, Scripture and verse. You gotta look at the scripture and verse. He talked like it real rough, real scripture and verse. And I'll never forget that. I always think, man, if somebody tells me something, all I can hear in my head, they've got this new concept. Like, That's great, but I wanna hear scripture and verse. <laughs> and, uh, but here he says, for the, and this is the New Living Translation, for the essence of prophecy is to give a clear witness for Jesus. That's, that, I like that. A witness of Jesus. The testimony of Jesus is the essence of prophecy. The essence is the, the, the substance, the soul of, the mindset, the spirit of prophecy is a testimony of Jesus. Now, I'm getting somewhere. Now, we'll go back to 1 Corinthians uh, 14. And uh, 23, 14, 23. And this is after, uh, this is after um, Paul is telling them about the tongues and the whole conversation about tongues and this and that. And so he, he, he teaches that very well. He's kind of putting some order to some things. He's saying, don't stop it. Let's just have some, some order about it. Let's, let's not just be, you know, one of these up here, he says, everybody's going to tell you that you're out of your mind, right? And verse 23 says, Therefore, if the whole church can gather in one place and all speak with tongues, and there come in those who are uninformed or unbelievers, will they not say that you are out of your mind? Because we don't understand what's going on. We can't understand. Verse 24, But if all prophesy and, un, and an unbeliever or an uninformed person comes in, he is convinced by all, he is convicted by all, and thus the secrets of his hearts are revealed, and so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is truly among you. Now, 
I'm going to tell you a story real quick. As I begin to see the prophecy of what we are beginning to see, it literally says when you begin to prophesy and when all begin to prophesy, that the, the things that people deal with in their heart become uncovered, become exposed, and he is convinced by all, and he is convicted by all. And listen to that. If an unbeliever comes in here and we're prophesying the things of this, the Lord is beginning to speak. He's, he's, he wants to, and we've heard different things like this. Um, and so he, he begins to hear, he's not, like, it's not just the, the preacher preaching the message, but now this person jumps up and says, this is what the Lord is saying. This is why I feel the Lord is saying this or this. He's convinced this is not just the preacher. This is the whole church. How does the whole church know what I'm doing? <laughs> they can't be talking about this. The whole church can't be here. It's convinced by all and convicted by all. And thus the secrets of his heart are revealed. Not in a way. And, and, and when the commentary is here, it's not revealed by someone saying, oh, I feel like somebody's doing this, this, and this. But we begin up and say, the essence of the testimony of Jesus Christ is this. The testimony, the testimony service used to be that. I used to be an alcoholic, but now I'm not. I used to be hurt and in pain, but God healed me. And God, this, and as he's sitting there, he's listening to the testimony going, oh man, that's what I deal with. Oh man, I know that person. I didn't know they dealt with that. This Jesus healed them. I've seen the transformation. And the key factor that I see amongst all these people is their testimony of Jesus Christ. And in, in, in his heart, it begins to be revealed, I need Jesus. The secrets of my heart are here, and, and I may be, nobody knows what's going on, but Jesus is beginning to say, hey, do you see that, what they're doing? I can do that for you. Do you see that? And it's a prophecy. As we begin to speak the, 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 the words that come out, and I'm going to share with you, he, he is convicted by all, not just by the preacher, because it's easy. The preacher's up here, he's, I turn that off, I ain't listening to that guy, I don't like the way his hair looks, he's too loud, he's too quiet, too boring, <coughs> whatever. But the whole congregation begins, and he's like, oh man, now this is something that I'm convinced by all. Notice he didn't say convicted and then convinced. First, I'm convinced that this Jesus is real, and then conviction comes. And conviction is not, uh, we, we, we have this difference between conviction and condemnation. Conviction is, is there's something not right. There's something missing. I, I, I am not where I need to be. And it's not that, I'm, uh, uh, that God's angry at me, but I just, I want that. <laughs> and that's the conviction that begins to happen. Thus the secrets of his heart revealed, and so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is truly among you. Now, I'm going to tell you a story. This happened at War Cry Ministries. Uh, when Beth and I were pastors there, there was... On Wednesday nights, we used to do a, 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 I was talking to Beth, and we really missed that on Wednesday nights. That Wednesday nights, was, we would have a Bible study, more or less. But before we do, we do worship. And during the worship, we really got the people and the kids involved, mainly the kids. I mean, it was awesome, the kids. So during worship, we'd worship. And before we would get through, I would ask the kids, anybody, what did you guys see during worship? Well, the kids begin to see things. They begin to see colors. They begin to see images. They begin to see, and it was amazing the things that they begin to see. And just how the Spirit worked is they would begin to just, and there'd be five or six of them pop up. And it was just so cool. I mean, it wasn't like I was trying, but the Lord would just kind of reveal what all those things would go. And it always went together. Like, they would always put it together. So one night, um, 
I can't remember exactly what it was, but I know two of them. One of them was a second chance, and, and that kept coming up, a second chance. And another one was the cross, and the, uh, I think it was Aiden said, I see a cross, but it's not like, it, it, it's a cross, and it was a plane, but it was like, what she said was, it was the cross was because of love. And I would just, that hit me, these, this is, and one of them was a blanket wrapped around them. And this is the kind of stuff that we, they be coming out of the kids. So the Lord began to put it up and I began to say, and the Lord put together and said, what the Lord is saying right now is, is that the cross was because of love. And that the cross was there, that Jesus endured it because of love for sins. But it's also a second chance. Now, I didn't know this, but in the, in the midst of that one night, there was a man that I didn't know. He, he had come that night. As a matter of fact, he had, he had come down to work with a, a couple that was in our church and he, to do some work for them. They did a lot of different work, construction work, and he had come from Tulsa down here. They had met him somehow. He'd come down to work. Well, when I got through, I said, and I just stepped back and the Lord, my heart says, that word is for somebody here. The Lord is telling you that he's given you a second chance and that when you look at the cross, it is because of love. And all of a sudden, this man, he's rough looking. He gets up and I'm like, oh, here we go. And he walks up to the front and he just stands in front of me and he says, that word is for me. I said, I said, it is. And all of a sudden, he just began to pour out. He said, I had to tell you something. I had to confess. He said, I'm down here to help. Uh, work on a job, but I took a job down here so that I could come down here and have an affair. He goes, I have a wife and kids at home, and I've come down here, I use the work to come down here to have an affair. And he says, and what the Lord spoke to me is I need to get home. And I need to get back to my family, and I need to get my family back in church because I've strayed and I've drifted because I got hurt and got this, and the Lord says that the cross was because of love. And if he can endure that, then I can endure the things that I've been through. And I can look, and he's just, so he's just preaching to me. I mean, this guy, just, he was just like, and then I need to forgive those who have hurt me. I need to go home and put my, get my family back together. And I'm just sitting there going, and this was all because the little kids are just obeying the Lord and prophesying. And he was convinced by all. He was convicted by all. Even the little kids were beginning to hear. Again, Southeast Oklahoma is a prophetic culture, and we are learning to how to, to cultivate that and how to, to, to allow it to happen in a way that that can begin to happen. I don't know how many times on Wednesday nights the service would completely change of what we thought it was going to be because the kids begin to prophesy and they begin to see, and God would begin to put it together, and somebody would say, that word's for me. I've been dealing with this. I need I, that word is exactly for me or that exactly for me. And, and as I begin to read this, this week of the clear testimony of Jesus Christ, the essence of prophecy is a clear witness of Christ. Too many times we, we, we want to, we want to establish our prophetic by how accurate we are, which, okay, we can do that. But but it says here that actually the, the, the true sign of a prophecy is your witness of Jesus Christ. How clear is that witness of Christ? Is Christ being preached? Is he being exalted? Is he being acknowledged in our prophecies? So then we have to kind of look at, at 
at world events and things around us, we can look at what happened at Robber's Cave and go, oh, there's more corruption. Oh, we knew it. That's the way, that's the way this area is. Instead, we can look at it through the, the eyes of Christ and through the understanding of prophecy that we've seen. Isaiah says the government will be upon his shoulders, right? And the, the, uh, his peace and the government will know no end. It will continue to grow and expand the peace. So now we look at situations like that that happen and go, you know what? That's being exposed. Thank God it can't stay here. Thank God it can't have, at, I just think it's hilarious, at Robbers Cave State Park. You can't hide there anymore. That is not a place for robbers to go anymore. That is a place for the community to enjoy. That's a place for people to go and encounter God. That's a place to go and look at this creation that God created, and it was a cave, and God didn't create that cave for robbers to hide out. He created that place for people to enjoy, for families to enjoy, for families to go and be around that lake, and we can exalt him because the essence of prophecy is a clear testimony of Jesus Christ. And what we're saying is, is you can't come to South East Oklahoma and be the same. You can't come. And it's not that you're going to get run off. It's that we want you to pray that you're exposed in your heart and you cry out, fall down on your knees and begin to worship God. And when you leave, he's going to say, God is clearly among these people. But the witness of Jesus Christ is clear among them. And they are strong and they're, they're, they have authority, but it's not like the authority on this earth. Jesus never, they said, we've never heard a man speak like this man. And it's time the church grow into that and we, we, we move into that, that understanding of that, that prophecy that when we speak, as Kay said this morning, said this song, we speak the name of Jesus. We speak that name. It is light to darkness. That, that name of Jesus as we're declaring, as we're worshiping, she's doing two-hour worship services and that's speaking, that's clearing the air, that's, that's prophesying into, he, he told uh, uh, the, the Jeremiah, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Ezekiel, prophesy to the four winds. Prophesy, speak Jesus to those winds. Well, what is Jesus? He's life. He's resurrection power. He's seated at the right hand of the throne. He is conqueror. He's king. He is the prince of peace, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He's healer. He's a savior. He's, he's a friend in need. He's, he's closer to the Bible than a, than a brother or a sister. He is the son of God. And he came. The Bible, I love how... Oh, the resurrection, we, we read when Jesus is born, the angel said, you'll call him Emmanuel. What does that mean? It means God with us. He's here. He's among us. Paul said, told the, he, he told the Greeks, he said, he's not far from any of us. He's right here. He's not separated himself, but he's come right in the middle of us and said, I want to be where you are. I love that. But if you look at here, it, it was community. It was togetherness. All prophesy. And an unbeliever, an uninformed person comes in. He's convinced by all. He is convicted by all. And thus the secrets of his hearts are revealed. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is truly among you. We, we, we've seen experienced times when we would be worshiping and people would be prophesying. The people would just come forth and go, I don't know what's going on, but there's a burning in my heart. I just know that I need to, I need to know this God that you're speaking of. I need to know this Jesus you're speaking of. And this is where I believe that the church, uh, church maybe, I don't know, that's where God wants the church to go. But Southeast Oklahoma specifically. 
There is a, a synergy, I believe, right now of the prophetic movement. God is beginning to reveal. As, as, as Paul says, a, a, a more excellent way of doing things. I think sometimes we get, even I have to watch myself, we're doing it right and they're doing it wrong. And, and, and Paul never, he never did that to people. He said, let me tell you a more excellent way. I don't want to downgrade what you're doing and tell you that you're wrong, but there's a more excellent way of doing this. There's a way that we can move in that can be more effective. We can be, uh, as Paul said, all things to all people. And I think sometimes we, we have a hard time with that. And, and the churches, sometimes we, we, we take, take time to, to figure it out. But God has faith in the church will figure it out. And I think we do too. We have to walk with that. Uh, <laughs> with, with that same faith that, that, that as we keep living and we keep doing our part, we keep doing, that eventually it's going to come together. Um, we, we all know, I mean, Jack and Kay probably know, know it even more than any of us in this room, that it hasn't always been easy to be prophetic in this area, uh, in Southeast Oklahoma. Um, and for that, I want to just say thank you to Jack and Kay for paving that way, for, for being those trendsetters or those pioneers of that, that we could come in and begin to see a, new, a, a more excellent way of doing things. And then someday, hopefully, the generation behind us will begin to say, there's an even more excellent way to walk in this. And and some of the things that maybe we had to struggle to get to, to figure out, they won't have to do that. They'll operate it in more, and they'll go further with it. Um, I, I just kept hearing that, though. The testimony of Jesus. The testimony, a clear witness of Jesus Christ. And we've, we've made uh, salvation so hard. We've made healing hard. We've made everything Hard. I told Beth, I said, in the, in the, 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 the churches I grew up in, uh, Satan could just jump on you at any moment. <laughs> he, could, he could make you sick. He, you could be possessed by the devil anytime just by looking the wrong way. You didn't even have to, you just, boom, you just, devils had you. <laughs> and I was like, how is it that we're easier, that we just accept sickness, and sickness is just so easy to get, and the enemy is so easy to get, but yet when we go for healing, we have to really work at that. <laughs> and to get salvation, we've really got to work at salvation, but I can just watch a movie and I'm, oh, I'm, just take, I'm overtaken. I can be around the wrong people. They can cough wrong and I'm, oh, you, I'm, I'm, I can't handle it. They're on me. <laughs> they're, they're on me. But, but to get to Jesus and to get to the Holy Spirit, I really got to work at that. <laughs> I was like, I told Beth, I said, as a kid, I was that kid that just thought differently. I was like, man, you guys are, it's a lot easier to be <laughs> full of the devil than it is full of the spirit. <laughs> and I believe God is bringing it back to a simplistic, clear witness of Jesus. A clear witness of Jesus. And, and some people would think of that and say, oh, that's elementary. But is it? <laughs> I mean, Jesus... To say that Jesus is elementary is, is kind of mind-blowing to me that, that we would think that he's, he's 
how far could we search that we would we would ever find him? <laughs> how deep could we go theologically? Or, and I, Bill Johnson made a statement one time because people were after him over some of the things that he preaches and stuff about theology. And he says, well, the way we believe around here is Jesus is perfect theology. <laughs> and I thought, man, that's, that's how awesome is that? That if we can just stay with him and, and we can find him and we can begin to search for him and look and let our eyes be towards him, how, how easy it would be. Because he said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He says, yoke yourself to me. It's easy. <laughs> my burden is light. That's why he says, he, he says he, 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 otherwise, the, before he said that, wouldn't make sense. Come to me, all you who are weary and downtrodden, because my, my yoke is going to be really heavy. <laughs> the burden's going to be so incredible, you ain't going to be But if you're tired, come on over here. We'll make you even more tired. <laughs> if you're tired before, we're going to wear you smooth out. How does that look like? What does prophecy look like? Well, we know prophecy is what, what it is. It's, it's, it's not necessarily just predicting the future. That's kind of that's what we've made prophecy is just like, oh, but predict the future. And, and I'll be honest, if you prophesy enough bad stuff, eventually it's, something's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, that's like prophesying a tornado is going to hit in the, next, in the next two years in Oklahoma. I mean, it's like, yeah, that's, that's probably you. You're going to hit it. I told you it's going to happen, you know. Um, but the testimony what the Bible says I think Kay had mentioned it last week in Revelation they overcame the beast by the words of the, by the blood of the lamb and the words of their testimony the blood of Jesus Christ the salvation that he gave they testified to that that I was lost but now I'm saved now, how many times I told you I've heard, it, I've, I heard testimonies of man I was strung out didn't even want to believe in God <laughs> and he found me uh, I was I was sick. We have a testimony with 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 Rachel right here that that God's healed. We have a healing testimony of disease free. The old folk would say a clean bill of health. <laughs> um, you know, within my life, we have testimonies. I look at my three kids. These three kids are my testimony of what the Lord has done. My life is a testimony of of how I even came to be to this area. Uh, Beth and I have a testimony of, of, of the church, of War Cry Ministries, when we first stepped into it. Didn't want a pastor. <laughs> Matter of fact, I, I made very well. I never did say, I ain't never going to pastor, because those are the ones that end up pastoring before anybody else. So I said, well, I'm just going to wait as long as I can hold out. We walked into that church, and the woman jumped up off of one of the pews and goes, yep, you're the one. And she tossed me the keys. <laughs> and I was like, so what's the catch? She said, there is no catch. I've been holding it before the Lord. And the Lord told me that whenever I, I would know when the person came in that was supposed to take this ministry and take the building and I, I could turn it over. I've kept it and now my job is done. I mean, it's testimony after testimony we've seen in our lives. Beth, the things that God's done. Beth and I hit a car going head on between Tallahanna and Buffalo Valley. Um, um, we hit him about 70 miles an hour head on. We kind of went off the ditch and hit. And I looked over at Beth, and Beth was, something was bad wrong. She was, she was wrong. And uh, what was that you said? You say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper or something like that. And as soon as she said that, I seen, her, I seen the look on her face change. And God touched her. Whatever was hurt, 
touched her right then and just broke. And it was funny because they asked her, I was in the, the ambulance, I was in the front seat, she's in the back, and that guy says, are you allergic to anything? <laughs> she said, religion. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> they were kind of looking at each other like, I, do we write that down? Is that, is that, we can't administer religion to her, so. Um, but, I mean, I mean. <laughs> We don't know how to code that. <laughs> um, I mean, I know there's testimony after testimony here that we could, we could go. Maybe someday we'll have just a testimony service of the clear witness of Jesus. My mom, most people don't know this, but when I was younger, my mom had a tumor on her brain. And there was, at that time, there was only two doctors that could do surgery on a brain tumor. Um, one in Dallas and one in New York. And my mom and dad were over the children's church. They had a little children's church, and they did it. So mom said she, during that children's church, she said, I want you guys to pray for me. And the little kids, they, they gathered around her, they get oil, oil, and they prayed, and they believed. Um, so when they went down to the to surgeon to check it out, the surgeon's like, I don't know why you're here. There's nothing there. And they'd already had x-rays and MRIs that had, they could see it, but when they went down there, it wasn't there no more. And We've had testimony. I mean, we've seen that. We've seen a clear witness of Jesus Christ. And I've seen my mom and dad sit people down at their, at their table and talk to them. You know, they're going through everything in the world. Oh, it's like some of us. And mom would begin to tell them that story. Well, I didn't know that about you. I didn't know that about you. But, we begin to, but that, you could feel when she'd tell that, they'd just kind of stun and go, oh, wow. And mom says, I told you to tell that story to tell you what he'll do for us. He'll do for you. And in that testimony, you could feel, and that, even as a little kid, I could tell, faith was coming, was building up in them, and it was an encouragement. This is what the Lord has done for me. And he, he who am I? I mean, you see me, I'm walking, I'm doing the things that you're doing, who am I? And he wants to do the same for you. Uh, I believe that is what the Lord is doing in this moment. I see it, There's a, the synergy is getting stronger in Southeast Oklahoma. And it's not just our group anymore. But now we're beginning to see others are beginning to ask questions. Their ears are beginning to turn to us saying, hey, what is this? What's going on here? And, and we're being able to give them a, a true answer, a more, uh, not true answer, a more excellent answer. Say, hey, you know, there's a more excellent way. Let's grow together. Let's learn together. I haven't, I, I haven't achieved all, and I don't know all, but let's, let's move together. and I had studied the Lord had spoke those words to me earlier this year and um, I think that that's the most organic way to have a movement because they said in nature emergence and synergy are words that they use for an anomaly in nature where there's not a leader of the pack there's not this one thing that does it and then they all follow they said like for example schools of fish or the way birds fly and you see them in that big swarm moving they said that's synergy and emergence. It means everything is going the same direction, but all independently yet together. And I feel like that that's what a healthy movement of the Lord is. It's not this one big guy doing it. And so we're like, well, that's working for him. Let's do what he's doing. Everybody just has the same heart and they're moving in a forward direction independently yet in unity. Jack just wanted me to um, mention that Rachel is going to be with us on the 15th of this month 
This is May. And she's going to lead worship. Um, so the three of us get a day off, and we get to just worship. But she uh, texted me and said, would it be all right if I came and led worship at Four Rivers? So we set a date. And I'm sure she's going to be sharing some of what God has spoken to her and what God has done. Um, so I'm excited that she's coming. I've invited her to come lead worship before, and she wasn't supposed to do it, she felt. So I'm really excited about this. Anything else, Jack? John, can you put the declaration up? Let's stand. Oh. Oh, shoot. That used to be so much easier. Ah. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? There we go. As we have given back to the Lord a portion of what he has given us, we declare that he teaches us to profit and leads us in the way we should go. The Lord gives us power to make wealth and supplies all our needs according to his riches and glory. We bless Israel and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. As he blesses us, his way becomes known on the earth and his salvation among all nations. Lord, we are believing you for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, debts paid off and transfer of wealth, prosperous businesses, our vats filled with oil and our coffers with gold, expenses decreased, blessings increased, heavens opened, earth invaded, signs, wonders, and miracles and angelic visitations. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, thank you for more than enough so we can give into your kingdom, co-labor with heaven, and see Jesus get his full reward. Amen.